a phony survey. We all gripe about Quest or Sprint or MCI while taking good phone service for granted. Now and then there's a glitch in the system, but overall the service they provide could get phone company executives sainted in Italy. Because compared to Il Telefono, America's home system seems designed for paradise. In many parts of Europe, the rumor goes, telephones actually work. Italy, however, is Italy. And to compound the potential for problems, unlike Gaul, Italy is divided into two parts. From Rome north may be Europe, from Rome south is Sicily or Africa. The Eternal City is an unlikely blend of Sicilian efficiency and Belgian charm. Start with this problem. The phone company in Rome acts on a subscriber's requests with all the speed of a gazelle climbing a ladder. When we moved to Rome, we took an Italian's device and didn't even apply for new service, a new instrument, or even a listing in the phone book. We simply told friends to look in the white pages for Adriano M., the former resident in our apartment, and we kept Signore Adriano's old phone and phone number. Ray, the American in the next apartment, didn't worry about the rumored traditional delays. He was from New York. He said he knew how to handle the bozos who ran public utilities. He had dealt with Con Edison. He went straight to the phone company office to demand a new phone immediately. And got it. That same afternoon, a workman arrived to disconnect and remove the old instrument. He brought along a new phone, touch-tone, dark blue, in a molded styrofoam carton. But... He wasn't authorized to install the instrument or connect it to the wall-mounted phone terminal. He was a remover. The installer would arrive subito, soon, and the connector might arrive who knew when. After the instrument gathered dust on Ray's bookcase, unconnected for eight months, I suggested bang on the wall with it and we'll hear you, or burn it and send smoke signals. Ray suggested what I could do with my suggestion, so I stopped suggesting. Ray's still waiting. To call abroad from Italy was a particular adventure. Place a call, and the operator would always say, Oh, try again later, before 11 p.m. That's when we go on strike. Because every night from 11 till 6 a.m., the overseas operators, who didn't like to work nights, went on a predictable, scheduled seven-hour strike and you couldn't reach the U.S. without them. There was no direct dial service. Direct dialing to a few other countries was possible, to Denmark, for instance. I dialed a Copenhagen number and let the phone ring for 20 minutes, twice. Then I pleaded with the Italian overseas operator to place the call. The rules forbid it, she said. I had to dial Denmark without her help. But Denmark doesn't answer their phone. You must insist, she told me. How can I insist? I let her ring for 20 minutes. Ring harder. I wrote Denmark a letter. Then came the millennial day when experimental direct dial service to the States was initiated in Rome. Not, not everywhere in Rome, only from six specific phones. Five belonged to huge multinational firms like IBM and Coca-Cola. The sixth phone sat on a wobbly end table in a 20-room third-class moth-eaten pensione we'll call the Miranda. But Claudio, the Miranda's owner, didn't want transatlantic service. All the publicity would call attention to his tiny hotel. Never a good thing in Italy. Attention attracts thieves or tax collectors, if those are different. But Claudio was lucky. 
He had a cousin at the Vatican who used his connection to discover why the Miranda had been cursed with modern phone service. Taking a misunderstood page from Ma Bell's book, the Italian phone company had committed a typical telebungle, a survey of customer demand that turned up misleading data. Il Telefono had examined a randomly selected four-hour period on a single Friday. What phones had made the most calls to the U.S. during that period? Ecco! There at the top of the list was the Pensione Miranda, with 26 calls that afternoon. More than IBM, more than Coca-Cola, more than IBM and Coca-Cola combined. Why? On that Friday, 26 American students completing a study tour in Rome, homeward bound, had placed calls from the Pensione Miranda where they stayed. They'd called their parents to ask, can you meet my plane at such and such? 26 calls in four hours. A broader survey would have revealed a more interesting statistic. From the Pensione Miranda to the U.S., there had been 26 calls placed that entire year. The same 26 calls. Claudio turned to the Italian solution. He sliced the phone wire, then demanded that Il Telefono send a repairman at once, making the odds a bazillion to one that no one from the phone company would arrive for at least a year. Ah, statistics. Ah, Italy. Italy.